Hello to my ACB family. This is David Trot Treasurer. I am asking your support for my re-election. Please put me on the team that's working for a brighter future for ACB. I look forward to meeting you all at the Candidates Forum. Today, ACB has completed the launch of a new Alexa skill called ACB Media that will now replace the previous ACB Alexa skills. To access the new skill from your Alexa-enabled device, first enable the skill by saying Alexa, enable ACB Media, and launch the skill by saying Alexa, open ACB Media, and then select the stream of your choice. For the full list of stream names, please visit https colon slash slash www.acbmedia.org slash home slash streams. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and thanks so much. Larry, you're welcome. My name's Rachel. Thanks. Um, from the Freedom Scientific Team or the Vespero Team, and this is our Vespero Training Series room. And joining me today, I also have Liz. Hi. Thanks, Rachel. Yeah, no problem. And our topic today is the training options that we offer for Freedom Scientific via Clubhouse. We're going to be talking a little bit about the Clubhouse platform, how you can go about getting an invitation, signing up, and then a quick orientation to Clubhouse so that maybe it just removes that barrier of the fear of things that are new. Um, For some of you who haven't tried it yet, in case you want another place that you can get a lot of good auditory information from. So I'm going to let Liz kick off the beginning and talk a little bit about how to get started with Clubhouse. Or maybe right. we should say what it is first. Um, it's, it's an all-audio conversation platform, I think, would be the best. I don't know. I'm just going with the first definition that popped in my head. When I was first introduced to Clubhouse... I was told that it was like the 1990s party lines, which I never participated in, but apparently it's essentially a group call on the phone where people just talk and it's that except for organized by topic and people are together in groups based on things that they like or they're all, they're called clubs. So that's a little bit about what Clubhouse is, and I'll let Liz tell you a little more. Sure. Yeah. So, like you said, like Rachel said here, you know, you can choose a topic that interests you. If there's something that you would like to learn about, or if you would just like to talk to other people who share similar interests, you can do that. And we're going to tell you a little more about how to navigate Clubhouse. Um, but you know, you can. Be, be in a room together with other people. You can just choose to listen or you can ask to come up, they call it on stage where you can ask questions or join in the conversation. So it's just a great platform for learning about new things and uh, talking to other people who share the same interest. So how and where do you get Clubhouse? Well, there are two platforms it's available on Android and iOS. So if you have an Android or an iOS device for Android, you're going to go to Google Play and download it from there. 
and then iOS, of course, the Apple App Store. And once you download it, you will install it, of course, and then you'll establish a an account like you do with other apps. But this one's a little different in the sense that you have a couple of options. So you, you can't just open the app and automatically start using it. You have to be invited or you can be put on the wait list. So you choose which you want. So if you choose to be invited, then someone you know sends you an invite. They send it to your, uh, you know, text text it to your cell phone and you will receive it in a text message. It will have a link that you can activate and then you will be a member of Clubhouse. If you choose to be put on the wait list, then one of two things can happen. You'll either receive a notification from Clubhouse that a space is opened up and you will be invited in or someone you know can wave you in from there and invite you in. And from there, you know, you'll, you'll be able to use Clubhouse. Now, when you join, you will automatically get two invites, which means that you can now invite two people to Clubhouse. And the more you use it, the more you get on and participate and listen to different you know, talks and different conversations and presentations and take part in them, the more invites you will get. And so when you open your Clubhouse app on you know, any given day, you will be able to navigate you know, around the app and it will tell you how many invites you have. And then there's a place there that tells you that to invite someone. So that is how you can get signed up to Clubhouse. And now I think Rachel's going to tell you a little more about uh, creating a profile in Clubhouse. Yeah, yep. So once you get signed up and once you've gotten your invitation, you're going to go into the app and you'll be prompted to create your profile. And usually on Clubhouse, you're encouraged to use your real name. Now, there's a lot of people that don't do that. But um, initially, that was my understanding of the intention was that people would use their real, real names um, and not any um, nicknames or made up monikers or anything like that. So you will see. When you eventually go on to Clubhouse, I hope, and join us there, you know, you'll find us under our real names, Elizabeth Whitaker and Rachel Buchanan, and we'll often be joined by Eric Damery and Matt Ader. So you'll hear familiar names that you're used to. So you go in to create your profile, and this app works just like many other apps on iOS and Android. I personally use VoiceOver, so that is... If I make a reference to how to use the phone, it's going to be a reference to iOS, not Android. Sorry, Android users, although it is possible to have this on your Android phone as well. So you'll fill out your profile information, which is pretty brief. The one thing I do want to draw your attention to is you'll have a handle uh, similar to you the way you do on Twitter. It starts with the at sign. And this can only ever be changed twice. So they'll let you set it and then they'll let you revise it once. After that, it is set in stone as far as that's my understanding. So some of this info could have possibly changed, but I think this is accurate up until today, um, July 2021. So you can't revise that, that handle 
and just make sure as you're typing in it, it's exactly what you want it to be. So that doesn't have to be your name. That can be anything you want. So your profile title will be your name. And then you'll have a handle that begins with an at sign. And the way Clubhouse is structured, as it might not be surprising to hear, is um, with clubs. So everything on Clubhouse is made up of clubs. And you can join a club or you can follow a club. The differences are that you can see different things. You have more privileges within a club once you've joined. And those privileges will depend on the person who's created the club. So, for example, we have a club we use a lot called Jaws Software F slash T Blind. And that's shortened because there was a character limit at the time of 25 characters. So it stands for for that. So Jaws Software for the Blind Club is our club. There's a lot of people who have followed and we have admitted them into the club. So now they've joined. Sometimes, like I was mentioning earlier, this will give you additional privileges, just like being able to start rooms within the club, etc. But that does depend on the club moderator. So different privileges based on whether or not you've joined or not. But if you're only following, one of the benefits of following a club, if you find a club on Clubhouse you like, you want to follow them because usually they're topical. And when people open up rooms, Elizabeth mentioned earlier rooms, rooms are within the clubs. So think about a giant clubhouse full of rooms, groups of people in every room talking about different topics. You're all in the same clubhouse. You're all in the same club, but you're going to move to room to room, move from room to room. If you'd like to talk to different groups of people or engage in different topical conversations. So that is a little bit about your profile and the general structure of Clubhouse. So any comments, Liz, anything you want to add to what I've said so far? I don't want to just ramble on. I did just want to mention one thing too. Another thing about clubs, clubs are permanent. You know, as long as when the person creates a club, it's a club and unless that person were to remove it. But the rooms are, the rooms last for the duration of the presentation or the conversation. So if, you know, if you're in a club and someone starts a room at 8 p.m. and that room is open until 10 p.m., then when, once that room is closed, it goes away until someone starts another room. But the club is still there. Right. So, for example, we have the JAWS software F slash T club, I mean, F slash T blind club, and we hold rooms twice a week, every, the, the first day of the week, whether that's a holiday or not. I hesitate to say Monday and Wednesday because this coming week we're off on Monday. So it's Tuesday and Wednesday, for example. But within our club, we hold multiple rooms a week that last one hour. The, the rooms are not limited in their time duration and they're not limited on how many people can join. So you could hold a room with thousands and thousands of people listening, theoretically. I've been in rooms with many, many, many people. And once you've signed up, you've, you've filled in your profile. Uh, another thing, as you're moving through your profile, you'll, you'll fill in your handle, and then you'll have a short profile where you can tell as much about yourself as you would like. So 
and that is just a, a limited character edit field as well. So your profile is pretty short. You're also able to link your Twitter and Instagram accounts. If you want people to have a little bit more information or more contact info for you, that's handy. I know we've used it in different rooms. People can contact Matt via Twitter and he has people contact him that way sometimes. So your profile is made up of your name, your handle, your summary paragraph or your biography paragraph, so to speak. And then whether or not your Twitter and Instagram accounts are linked is up to you. And that's a general idea of what your profile contains. So you can learn a little bit about people from their profile, but not a lot. To get a true idea and to really um, know more about people, it's helpful if those accounts are linked. But it's definitely not required if you're not already a Twitter or Instagram user don't feel like you have to go get those created just to have them. I think Clubhouse is a great way to connect either way. And it's been helpful for us to hold rooms on Clubhouse twice a week. They're very impromptu. So I'll talk, I'm going to talk a little bit about our training schedule on Clubhouse. And then we're just going to do a quick orientation to the app and talk about where some different things are located in the app and how you can access them and what they mean. Because like all things, there's some terminology. Not a lot, just a little. So like I mentioned earlier, we have a twice a week session in Clubhouse. It's either usually Monday or Tuesday. We have a session that's entitled Ask Sharky. And on the, it's usually held by Elizabeth, Eric, Matt, and myself. We do a quick lesson on a topic and then we open up the floor for for interaction, comments, and questions. And I'm going to talk about how that works in just a moment when we talk about the overall structure. Then on Wednesdays, we hold a room um, called Beginner's Corner where we cover more basic topics that have to do with using JAWS and Windows. And again, that's Matt Ader, Eric Damery, Elizabeth Whitaker, and myself, Rachel Buchanan. So we do that on Wednesdays. We don't currently record and archive these trainings, although it is a very popular request. We we haven't started doing that just yet. As an experiment, recently we did a clubhouse room for our FS Open Line Global Call-In Show and allowed people to connect with us via clubhouse And it was very successful. We had hundreds of people show up and we got a lot of engagement and interaction. Not that we're going to continue doing that necessarily, but Clubhouse is just another way to connect. It's another way to get uh, your ears full of good audio content and learn something new and also um, network and connect with new people and people you haven't met before in the blindness, low vision community. So with that said, I am going to take a drink of my water because I'm losing steam here and then talk a little bit about the app layout as far as Clubhouse is concerned. And when we're done with this, we'll probably just chat a little bit about Clubhouse etiquette and then open up the floor for comments, questions, etc. And I just wanted to comment here too on, on one more benefit 
like Rachel said, we do offer a lot of content on Clubhouse where we'll pick a topic. Maybe it's something that someone has asked us, you know, a task. How do you do this with JAWS, a certain task or, you know, whatever the task may be. Or like Rachel also said, our beginner's corner. And we demonstrate how to do those tasks. And so if you're looking for a way to access, once again, more training and engage and interact with us, but you can't be at your computer at that particular time, it's a great way to access the the content mobile, you know, from, from wherever you are, you can access it from your phone or your, another mobile device. So it's just a great way to access yet more of our content. Totally agree. All right. We're going to do a quick overview of this app. I am not a voiceover teacher at this time in my life. So I'm a, I'm a freedom scientific person. So I'm going to do a quick overview of this and I'm not going to go into too much detail about how to use voiceover. If you need some help on using that, you can write us. We'll help you get on Clubhouse because we really want to engage with you no matter how it works for you. If this is the easiest way, we'd love to talk to you on Clubhouse. So across the top of the app, there's five buttons. The left corner is explore. And what you will find if you go in, if you tap on that button is a place where you can search. Now be mindful when you're searching that the way that that page is structured is that there's an edit field on top. So you can search for JAWS, for example. And then beneath that edit field, there's two tabs. And you'll either be searching, you can switch and see the results of the search for clubs or for people. So there's probably not going to be a person called JAWS. So you'll want to tap on the clubs tab and then you'll see our club there, JAWS software F slash T blind. And that is how you would do a search. That's at the first button on the left hand top corner, which is explore. As you're moving and flicking, across the top of your screen here, doing a a one finger flick right. The next button is invite friends. And this goes back to what Liz mentioned earlier. You do have the ability to invite other people and how many invitations you are able to send out is based on your activity level. So as as you join more clubs, as more people follow you as an individual, the more invitations you are awarded by Clubhouse. So that's the second button. The third button is bulletins, which will show you all of the events from the different clubs that you're a part of. And you can look at these in several different ways. There's some ways to sort and filter the events within that bulletin screen. The next button is activity, where you'll see things like if you're a member of any club, then it will, sorry, one second. Sorry. Okay. So the activity button will alert you to any activities that pertain directly to you. This is a nice one because if you're monitoring any clubs, Um, which you won't be if you're just starting. But if you're monitoring any clubs, it'll tell you when people follow and join or when they follow so you can uh, invite them to join. It'll also show you if anyone in your contacts joins Clubhouse, you will have the option to follow them. 
And I don't think I actually explicitly said this earlier, but not only can you follow a club, but like I've mentioned, you follow individuals as well. And so whatever those individuals are up to, assuming that you're following individuals who have similar interests to you, you could be notified on your phone, not only when a club starts a new room, but when an individual that you're following moves into a new room. And that can be a lot of notifications if you're following several hundred people. So with Clubhouse, one of the things that's key is understanding just how to turn those notifications off just so you're not notified of every single person's movement on Clubhouse because it can be quite noisy at times. So that activity button will tell you different things directly related to you following people or your activity in clubs. And then all the way to the right at the top is your profile button where you'll find the information I mentioned earlier. Now, if I were to just continue flicking down this screen and I did not activate any of those buttons along the top, at the top of the screen, I'll find how many invitations I have, and then I'll find the rooms that are coming up next pertaining to me. So in other words, rooms that I am moderating or rooms that are coming up in clubs that I follow. And as I continue to flick down, I'm in an area that's called the hallway, as odd as that is. And you're going to encounter different rooms that are currently going on. And these rooms are shown to you based on who you follow, what you're interested in, and you know which clubs you belong to. I have some things here about just doing computer stuff, which is, you know, it tells you who's speaking and who's listening. So I'm going to get into that in right now, which is the structure once you enter a room. So once you've chosen a room and you've joined it, you're either going to be on the stage or in the audience. And once you're on the stage, you can be a speaker or a moderator. So I think that that's pretty self-explanatory, but just so it's perfectly clear, when you're an audience member, you cannot mute or unmute yourself. The way that you get onto stage is by raising your hand. And once you're in a room, the screen changes a bit. So those buttons on top that I just discussed, they change and you'll see information in the top left that tells you which club you're in. And in the top right, you'll see a button that has to do with the room settings. Along the bottom of the screen, once you're inside of a room, you'll see the leave room button, invite others, which you can tab, tap and invite others from your contact contacts list or invite others who are currently online on Clubhouse. And then the mute and unmute button, which works whenever you are on screen. I mean, I'm sorry, on stage. If you're in the audience, you can just raise your hand and put your hand down. So that's a ton of information about Clubhouse. It's a great app and a good way to engage. There's a lot of organizational stuff. I'm sure a lot of ACB Members are already aware of Clubhouse, as I know they hold rooms on there all the time. But Liz, why don't we just, why don't you share a little bit? What have you observed about Clubhouse etiquette that you think is important for people to know? 
Uh, yeah, sure. A couple things that I think is important, especially when you're new to Clubhouse or you're new to a club or a room. I've noticed a lot of people will say their name when they're speaking, which I think is very important. So, And it's also important if someone comes in a room during a presentation, they weren't there from the beginning and they come in and they don't know who's speaking. So, you know, each time somebody speaks, they would, you know, I might say, well, uh, this is Liz speaking. And then I would say whatever I had to say. Another thing, too, is like Rachel said, when you request to speak and you're invited up on stage, there are times when the moderators might invite you know, maybe three or four people up on stage at a time. And so one person might be speaking. I think it's important to stay muted until it's your turn to speak. That way there's no background noise coming in and, you know, everyone can hear the speaker and likewise everyone can hear you when you're speaking. And so those are just a couple of etiquette uh, things I'd like to mention. Yeah, those are great. Um, There's a button on the bottom of every when you're in a room that says leave quietly and I don't know that it's any different if you just close the app but I think it gives the idea is that Clubhouse is just a space where people like to speak freely it's really a place of expression and there's a lot of rooms based on different topics Um, some technical like the ones that we're doing you know we're teaching different technology skills and some based more around social justice topics and so when you're in those rooms there's a lot of emphasis on um of course not talking over people or letting people have their space to speak and usually when people finish speaking you'll hear them say things like this is rachel and i'm done speaking and that's just to avoid people cutting each other off or interrupting one another. We don't particularly do that all the time in our room. And that's just because we're really accustomed to presenting with one another. Not that we don't ever talk over each other. We do, but we do still announce at the beginning when we're speaking and tell everyone our name usually. So we keep that bit of etiquette, even though we don't always end with this is Rachel and I'm done speaking which you will hear a lot in other rooms. Um, Any other etiquette items we should touch on? I can't think of anything in particular, but I, you know, I would just say also that, you know, different rooms may have different, uh, you know, whoever organizes those clubs may have different things that they'd like people to do. I've seen a few things, you know, if you're in a conversation that is, for example, if someone's discussing music and it's just a discussion, it might be a little more open than if you're in a presentation where someone is, you know, perhaps talking about their music or presenting something that is a topic related to music. So, you know, just maybe be mindful of the topic being discussed. Yeah. And same for any type of content. It's just once you go in those rooms, it's not regulated. I don't encourage um, it for, it's not a place for, kids necessarily i think it's a great learning space but it's not filtered so a lot of places may you may run into content that you're not expecting and if you do you know just tap that leave quietly button jump out of that room and find some place someplace else to hang out because there are a lot of cool learning opportunities available on clubhouse 
in addition to, you know, learning JAWS stuff. And I think um, if you guys would like to unmute, if you'd like to raise your hand and chat with us about any topic related to freedom, we just wanted to make sure that everybody was aware of how to get started on Clubhouse and join us there for our weekly sessions because we're always learning something new at these sessions and we're, we're on stage. We're, we're part of the presentation team and we're always learning new things. So it's a great place where people do a lot of sharing and I'd like to hear if you guys actually are already on there or if any of you have not tried clubhouse yet. All right. This is Colby and I'm going to go quickly go over the commands um, for raising your hand and muting and unmuting. We are in a webinar environment, so that's a little bit different. If you're on the PC, you're going to raise your hand with Alt-Y, and you can mute and unmute with Alt-A. If you're on the Mac, you will raise your hand with Option-Y and mute and unmute with Command-Shift-A. If you are on the iOS or Android app, um, the Raise Your Hand button should be on your main screen. And you can also um, mute and unmute. That button will pop up um, after you've raised your hand. And if you're on a landline telephone, you can raise your hand with star nine and mute or unmute with star six. So I will see who, if we have any raised hands. And let's see. It looks like we do. And so we have got Monica with her hand raised. So, Monica, you should be able to unmute. Hello. Hi, Monica. Hello, how, how are you? I'm good. Um, good. Great presentation. I am on Clubhouse. I did want to offer another command, which you may you may have given or may not have a lot, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. Sure. Please do. Absolutely. Okay. A lot of times I go into a room and I want to know who's speaking. So I would do a two-finger double tap. And that'll tell me who's speaking. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's a great command. Great, and I didn't actually know that was. A I did command. not either. That's awesome. <laughs> I I know now. Thank yeah. you. You're Thank welcome. you for passing that along. That's great. Thanks, Monica. I was going to talk for just a second um, about notifications within Clubhouse, which can be quite overbearing, like I mentioned earlier. So, if you follow a lot of clubs and follow a lot of people. You could theoretically get a notification every time one of those clubs has a room and every single time one of those people is online and active in a room. So that's just to give an example, I am following roughly 350 people. So that's in a good number of clubs as well, probably close to 100. So that's a lot of notifications if there's any sort of activity whatsoever. 
within the app, you are offered the ability to snooze those notifications and they give you a couple options. It's like an hour, a day, a week, forever. Um, I heard tell that they weren't, they didn't always stay off. That wasn't my experience, but you can also just go through your phone settings and go to notifications and manage them that way too. I find that if I do it that way, then at least it's all managed in one place rather than managing the notifications individually with the, within each app. And recently I've noticed that Clubhouse now gives you the ability to follow people but not be notified of their activity. So that's like a new level of fine tuning that you can do with notifications as well. All right. Do we have any other hands? We do not currently. All right. Well, let's, um, I know last week, Eric, oh, now that I've just said that <laughs> someone <laughs> raised their hand. All right. <laughs> so we have, um, Myrna, you should be allowed, allowed to speak. Okay. Hopefully I am. So, yep. so, yeah. okay, so here's my crazy question. So you get notification, notification, you go in there and you know, hallway and you see all this notification. You don't know where you're going unless I'm really missing something. And sometimes like, I'll know, say that um, you guys, you know, let's say it was FS open line and I'll say, okay, I want to go there. And hopefully when I click on it, you know, hopefully that notification is where I really wanted to go. But how do you know where you're going? And if you want to go to a specific place, because you know it's on at that time, um, I've looked in bulletins and that's not really that helpful. How do you know? Well, this is a really good question. Liz, you want to say how you do it and then I'll say how yeah, I do sure. it. Yeah, sure. Because there are, there are a couple ways to, to do that. If uh, I'm going to address the, what you asked about going to a specific location, because I personally turn a lot of my notifications off, so I, I don't use that aspect of it as much. But for example, when we have an event coming up and I want to go join the room, I'll open Clubhouse and usually that event is going to be, if not the first event listed, it's going to be uh, listed there near the beginning. So if I know that it's called Ask Sharky, then I can swipe over to it and double tap. Now, I have had a, a couple of times where that didn't happen and I had to go into Bulletin, but I've also been able to sometimes close the app and open it again and then it, it refreshes and the room shows up. But, but how did it know that you wanted Ask Sharky? Because, is it because who you followed? Or because, in other words, right. How, do you, how does it know? Um, well, and, you know, if you join the club and if you follow the people who are in the club or uh, now a lot of times, like Rachel said, too, when you uh, choose the topics that you're interested in, for example, I have several topics selected. When I open Clubhouse, it'll show me things that are either going on right now or coming up here very shortly that I have expressed an interest in. So that's kind of, I think, how it knows what to suggest there. Okay, so I can those horrible notifications away. <laughs> now, Rachel, yeah. you may have a different way of doing it as well. So, well, when I, I, I know, and keep, I mostly do Jaws stuff on here, but I generally know what clubs I like the rooms in, and so when you're on, when you go to your profile 
and you like flick down through it at the very bottom there's a long list of icons for different clubs you're in and so if you tap on the club you want like if i go to jaws software f slash t blind at the top of that page are all the events that are going to take place in that club and then if i double tap on one it'll It'll, if it's if the event is going on, there's a button along the bottom of the screen that says join room. And so I usually do it via the club. But my impression from what you were asking was that you're tapping on the notifications, right? Yeah, and I, maybe if I take them away, it's better. Better to take them away and just, you know, do what you said where, where it's going to look at the clubs that you follow. And it should, if there's an event... Or, you know, it should bring, it should bring you to that event. Right. And if you're in the room and you want to know what club you're in room you're in, that information is going to be at the top left-hand corner of the screen. Yeah, that is the, because once I, I said, okay, so what is it? And they go, oh, that's what I clicked on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, where am I? Why am I here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I'll have to try using those notifications just to see how that works as well. I haven't really used that too much, so... That, that's a great question, though. Yeah, it is. Okay. You know, the fastest way for me, and, and it's changed since I started in February, because, you know, they always change, they always expand. But the fastest for me is if there's a notification, I'll click on the notification and go right into the room. If the notification isn't there, then I'll go to activity, because generally I know, well, I know based on personal experience what's on at certain times and in certain days. But usually in activity, all the clubs that I follow are listed there, and I can see who's in there and what they're discussing and decide whether I want to actually use it. So I use right. those too. I don't right. usually, I don't usually go find the club because I could, but it takes longer. I'd rather use right. one of those first two. Right. And I think I just do most of my stuff within one club, so maybe I'm not a great example. Right, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. The activity does work really well. Um, but so, Larry, what you're saying is that you can go double tap that notification and it's supposed to take you directly into that. Yeah, that room. it's on the home screen. And if you double tap okay. it, it's going to tell you open your phone. And once you right. open your phone, either you know because it knows your fingerprint or your eye print or whatever it knows, or you put in your password if you happen to have it. However you get your phone open, then it'll take you directly into that room. Okay. All right. And we are also simulcasting this event into Clubhouse. So we have some people in Clubhouse who would like to interact. Oh, really? Right. Okay, yeah. cool. So how do we do that? Um, they should be, Clubhouse should be able to... Um, Yes, you sound a little far away, but we can hear you. All right, we're here. Oh, can you not hear Cindy at all? No. Okay, Colby, did we get a question there? Because I didn't hear. No, I I think they were having technical difficulties, so I don't think. Oh, okay. I don't think. Okay. Uh, I don't think we got any questions. All right, I did see. You know, earlier I was in the middle of talking. And I saw this room pop up and it was Cindy Hollis and ACB. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, they're actually <laughs> casting this session to Clubhouse right now. And so that I was like um, caught off guard for a minute, but that's really neat. And I, I'm interested in how you all do the, 
the reciprocal technology to ask the questions yeah. and stuff. So we're going to have to talk about that off off this topic. All right. But yeah, yeah we I thought that was funny too. Yeah, we definitely want to do the same thing because we've been integrating Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a a simple way for people to join and um you know, most people have a smartphone these days. Not everybody. Not everybody. No, but a yeah. lot of people do. Um and we do have Cindy, I believe, with her hand raised. So I'm going to give her permission to talk. Hi. Sorry hey, about that. I don't know hey, what Cindy. the problem was. And uh, you guys can hear me, yes? Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Oh, good. So I had a few uh, tips that I wanted to throw out there. Um, a couple of them. Uh, one of them, did you talk about people starting a room on the fly personally without being in a club? We did not. I did that. well. I would love for you to tell us what you know. Sure, because I do it all the time. <laughs> um, so anyone can start their own room at any time, and it's towards the bottom of the screen. It'll just say "Start a room," <laughs> and um, so when you double tap on that, uh, you'll be given some options. Uh, you can open the room as open, social, or private. So I typically open my room social because that's the kind of gal I am. And uh, what that means is that only those I follow can have access to that room. So um, if you do it as open, anyone in Clubhouse can show up. And so uh, you're leaving yourself open a little to, you know, who knows what. If you do private, then you, it's by invitation only, and you will have to invite people to join you. So you could do like a, you know, one-way or two-way call, three-way call. You can have a little, you know, little sip of coffee with your friend or whatever. Um, you can also title that room. You cannot change the title once you start the room. Uh, so that's right above that open. So it, it goes open, then below that social, then below that's private. And above open is the edit field to name. And it gives you certain amount of characters. I know that when I do my call at night, uh, let's see, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. So, okay. So it's 60 characters. Sorry. I use 11 characters and always says I have 49 characters left. <laughs> Um, and then you submit that, uh, so basically saving it, and then you just flick down to the bottom or go to the bottom and start the room, and it'll say, it'll say something like start your private room, or it'll say start your social room with uh, the title, uh, you know, whatever the title might be, and uh, so you could, like, just open a room that says... Um, afternoon tea and that's your title and you're going to make it social and if you follow 500 people all 500 people would have access to your room and now chances are you know it's just on the fly and they're you know they didn't know it was even going to happen right um so uh, anyway so that's a lot of fun and uh, again you are up on stage automatically as a moderator the first person that joins you is brought on stage. So anybody else is in the audience and it's up to you to bring them on stage. You also can make as many people moderators as you want to. When you are doing your own room like that, it will ask you 
when you go to make the first person a moderator, um, they will be allowed. Do you want them to uh, be able to have their followers join you as well? And so I usually say yes, because the people that I bring up and that I make a moderator are people I trust. Uh, but, you know, so you want to be careful on who you make a moderator. But you can also say no. It's, I just want it to be my people. <laughs> um, and... Okay, so that is that, and it's a lot of fun, and you can keep the room open as long as you want. You just don't want to forget to close it, and that's under room actions. So um, the other thing I wanted to make mention of is if you are trying to get into a room and it's disappeared, you can't find it, you know it's happening. Other people say they're in this room. You can't go there. Why might that happen? It's likely because someone on stage in that event has you blocked. So in Clubhouse, people can block people. And if you are blocked and that person that has blocked you is on stage and you may never know who has blocked you, you will not see that room. And you can't go in unless you are invited by the moderator to get a personal invitation. And there's a good likelihood, unless the moderator is the one that has blocked you, they wouldn't know that you've been blocked. So um, the other thing is that if you have blocked someone and they happen to be in the room on stage, you will uh, see a notification when you go to go in that says something like, um, there's someone in here that you've blocked. Do you still want to go in? And so it's so they are giving you um, a choice. And you could say, yes, okay, I do want to go in. Um, so those are the two things I thought of. You can also create up to two clubs yourself. And... Uh, so, and I, I, there's some, some magic um, criteria. I don't know if it's that you've had to open up so many rooms yourself or you've had to be on Clubhouse a certain amount of time or you, you know, need to have come into enough rooms or what. Um, I was able to open a, a club. I haven't done anything with it yet, but I have a club that I eventually will do something with and uh, it's called Embrace, Engage, Empower. So it's going to be a great club when I get it going and uh, but I opened it up early on and I had probably only been on for maybe two weeks and had opened one room that's it and had been in only a few so I don't think it takes a lot to open a club but again you only have two so use them wisely and I think that's all I can think of Um, but it, it sure is a blast and it's a great way to connect with people and I do a nightly room every night and if I don't people are wondering where the heck is it and I usually don't open it until 10 at night and sometimes later and it still gets a lot of action <laughs> so people are no 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 it's kind of fun um so it's just become like a regular routine yeah and that's great that and then great. ACB of course does our daily schedule every morning at 9 a.m Saturdays Sundays holidays doesn't matter and you know we have p- 
people come every day. So just to hear the schedule. So they got to learn about Vespero today at 9 a.m. this morning. Awesome. Yep. And just to build off that, when I said there's a a variety of rooms, I think from Cindy's comments, you might be starting to get an idea. I mean, you can just go on there and hang out with the people you like. I've seen many rooms of people who live in, um, you know, a jungle or a forest and they'll just open up their, their speaker in the morning. And it's like, you can go and listen to bird song in a rainforest on clubhouse. Like there's, it's endless amounts of topics. I just, anything you can think of, you know, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. ahead. I'd like to add one thing to that about creating a club is you can also create a private club if, for example, let's say you want to start a, a book club and you you want uh, you have ten people who you want to invite, but you want it to stay private between all ten of you, you can create that club. And what I have found is that they are searchable; people can find them, but they can't join them. There's it, there's shows you the information about the club, but it doesn't show you how to join it. Therefore, you would have to be invited by the person who created that club or by someone in it. So. And you had a comment, Cindy? Sorry. I, I didn't know no, about okay. the private club. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I would say is it's really nice when people do create a profile. Uh, it's nice to get to know somebody a little bit, use your words wisely. and um, But please do create a profile because it's kind of frustrating when I see somebody, a name, and I'm wondering... Are they part of the blindness community or, you know, like, do we have anything in common? And um, they followed me, but I don't really know who they are. So I I like to click on their profile and learn about them before I, you know, follow. So anyway, take the time to do that. And also, if somebody shares a link, direct link to an event that's created, uh, you ladies may not know this, but if you created an event for Vespero um, in your I can't remember what you called Jaws, whatever room. Mm-hmm. Um, and you wanted to share that on social media. If you share the link and somebody follows, uh, clicks on that link, they will automatically join your club and be in Clubhouse. And they they bypass needing to be invited, and they bypass needing the wait to wait. Okay. That's great. That's I mean, I know. did think that's mm-hmm. what that link did, but I've never heard it verified. So we, yeah. when we did FS Open Line, we put that link on the blog. Yep. Right. Yeah. So they are, it's like a a, a quick way in. <laughs> that's, that's nice. That and that great. was only, I, that's been like in the last month. So yeah. okay. it's a relatively new feature. Well, thank yep. you for letting us know that. That's very right. helpful. Yeah. No, thank, thank you so much. Tips, yeah. Cindy. That's great. Thank all you. All right. Uh-huh. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. And another thing I thought of is you may hear a moderator say PTR, which is an acronym for pull to refresh. And so for voiceover users, that's the three finger swipe down. I'm not doing it right now, so it's hard to remember, but I think it's a three finger swipe down. And that is the pull to refresh motion, which will allow the Clubhouse app to reconfigure everyone's little icons in the room and put the people on stage who are currently on the stage and just refresh the room. Um, And you'll also hear people talk about resetting the room. And that's just because of clubhouse's fluidity. People are going in and out of the room all the time. So you'll notice that moderators will tell you or 
they should tell you. They try to tell you. Um, every 20 to 30 minutes or so, the room title and some basic room information and basic information about those on the stage so that um, even if you've come in recently, you'll get that basic information straight up. And we have about eight minutes. I'm wondering if we have any other questions or concerns there or comments. There are no hands raised currently. Okay. Well, then I am totally expecting everyone to join us on Tuesday at um, 10 a.m. Eastern at, on Clubhouse for our Ask Sharky session. So if there's no other questions, I'll fully expect everyone to be there and hanging out. Of course, unless you have to work, which that's not so good. But it is a great opportunity to learn something new, to get to hang out with different people and build a community. Like Cindy said, there's just a lot of people there. There's a lot of rooms and a lot of different interests. Yeah, just about any topic you can think of, you can go search for it. And like you said earlier, Rachel, you can search for people and clubs. And it's, it's interesting because if you search for people, you can find people who you know, it, you know, you may not have realized are on Clubhouse. And it's, it's a good way to find different people to follow as well. Yes. I've also found that, oh, I mentioned this already, but you know, I've, there's a lot of like, I want to learn Spanish rooms. And I thought that was so exciting because I, have always been interested in learning other languages and just being able to pop in a room and you can listen to other groups of people practicing and you never have to go on stage. You never have to raise your hand and actually embarrass yourself until you're ready. You can practice with them, you know, live in real time, people working out different linguistic issues. I just thought that was so neat. That was one of the most um, exciting things to me. You can just practice, practice, practice. And then when you're ready, the moderator will say, you know, does anyone in the audience want to come up on the stage and practice? And then you can work through things with a linguistic teacher and it's completely free. You could learn a new language. It's definitely on my list of things to do. It's it's not done yet, but... I've also seen rooms too and, and participate in this as well, where if you like audiobooks, if you like to read and you have your favorite narrator's who you like, sometimes they will go on and do uh, some clubhouse sessions where they will read from a book and they'll discuss narrating a book or they'll just discuss their process and and just things like that. You can really get in on and you can ask questions if you want, or like you said, just listen. So there's so much out there and so many opportunities to just learn and network and, and just be there. So it's just a lot of fun. Right. It's, it can be a lot of fun and, and I once spent time in a room that was an MIT room. It's had several thousands of people in it oh, talking wow. about, um, geez, the, the topic's escaping me now. But, you know, um, another one that comes to mind that was very, a very large room that I spent time in was the director of PR from Coca Cola was talking about like marketing and promotion and, that's something that has a lot of overlap with my job. So I thought that was really interesting. And that room probably had close to 12,000 people in it. So um, that was a really good session just to learn more about, you know, company promotion, et cetera. And I think that this has been really good. Liz, thank you so much for sharing with us and helping out. Yeah, thanks. This is a lot of fun. And thank you 
to those of you who gave us tips. And it's it's always great to learn how you navigate in these apps and tips that you have that we may not know about. So yeah, thanks, I didn't know that, that you could tell the speaker. I didn't. I didn't know, know that either. Thanks, I'm the Monica. Yeah, and Cindy gave all those great tips. So yeah, thank you. Yep. And I didn't know Cindy held a room every night. So now I didn't I'm either. Have to go I'm check find that it. Out. Yeah, me yeah. too. Um, there's some shows that are weekly, some that are nightly. There's just a lot on there. It's worth exploring. I hear people say all the time, like, oh, I don't need one more thing. But it's not something you have to keep up with. It's just another option, or optional way for you to take in information. So, um, yeah, I would okay. encourage the exploration. And you can add them to your calendar too, can't you? You can events. You can. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go into the bulletin or activity session, if you know an event is coming up and you see it there, you can tap it and then you'll have the option to add it to your calendar. Yeah. So lots of great stuff there in Clubhouse. Yep. Lots of great stuff in Clubhouse. Join us there. We're there yeah. twice a week, every twice week. week. And um, Larry, you have any other final comments? I know you're a Clubhouse fan. I'm there a lot. Yeah, just uh, when I get busy, I don't get in as much as I'd like to. But I still have, I don't know, about 600 people I'm following and 400 are following me. So, And I follow everybody that I know. And I've met some people that I haven't seen in years. And I say, oh, my gosh, they're on Clubhouse. So it's really cool. It's a great way to 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 click back with friends whom you knew or you knew of in many cases. And it's great to be able to just chat with people that you normally would have to wait, you know, say till you came to an event of some sort. So clubhouse has a lot of pluses and uh, very enjoyable. Yeah. And there are a lot of us who are around. So by all means, if you come into clubhouse and you see any of us come up, say hello or come up right. on stage and say hello. Cause it's the people are very friendly. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, it's it's very much a and it's a welcoming, inclusive place, <clears throat> and I found it to be very hospitable, not too, not too overwhelming or anything. Yeah, and you can talk to people all over the world, so it's it's just great. Oh yeah, it is. And that wraps up this the Sparrow training series on the Clubhouse platform. Thank my, you guys so much for joining us. My goal is to have this up in podcast form in the next couple of hours or so because there's not a lot to edit um i'll edit out some silences etc but you should be able to see it in two or three hours awesome okay thanks larry hey all right thank you all take care bye-bye bye guys